the final tonight. And the best team in baseball wins it all in 2018. Watchman into the right field. Down the line. A fair ball. Adley will turn first. Head for second. He's going to turn second. Go for third. Watchman into third base standing. An extra base hit. His first hit in the major leagues. Welcome to the... I'll be on the ballpark. Uh, we're going to continue our uh, our play our teams today, and we uh, spun our wheel and it landed on the Cardinals. So, two consecutive um, NL Central teams. And uh, I think without further ado, you already know the drill. Talk about uh, every player at every position, uh, rotation, bullpen, prospect, jerseys, uh, free agent, and expectations and hopes. Uh, we'll get into all that today. And like I said, you guys know the drill, so let's get into it. Uh, so we got a catcher, and this is uh, beyond shocking. Yadier Molina has uh, has made this list, and it's amazing that he's on here. Um, but in 2021, he had 440 at bats, 45 runs, 11 111 hits, 11 homers, 66 RBIs, three uh, stolen bags. Shockingly, 252 average. Um, 297 on base and a 667 OPS. I mean, it's just like Yachty's at the back end of his career. He's 39 years old going into his, uh, his 40-year-old season. So, yeah, it's Yachty, just do yourself a favor. Take playoff. Just retire, please. And you've, been, you've had a great career, and, you know, Yachty deserves the break. He's worked so hard and you know, all his years starting in 2004. But he's still on here. He's still working hard, and yeah, he's working too hard for a four-year-old. I mean, we just saw John Lester retire. Probably Yachty should be on his way out as well. Um, yeah, this guy, you know, he's definitely slowing down. Yachty, you know, everyone knows Yachty. He's definitely slowing down. Oh, give me that in his career soon. Nemo in first base, another kind of not-so-young guy, Paul Goldschmidt. Paul Goldschmidt really kind of had a good year, kind of stepped it up a little bit in 2021, uh, as, as we've seen in the past. In tw- uh, and, yeah, he had a great season. He was batting 294, had 31 homers and 99 RBIs, 12 stolen bases. I mean, that's not a bad season. He got, he got a gold glove. Um, so, really good season for Paul Goldschmidt. Still still doing it. Um, he's going, going into his 35th-year-old season, so... You know, slowing down just a little bit, but look, still looking strong, though. Yep, Paul Goldschmidt. It was a great trade by the 
uh, Cardinals to acquire. To, uh, yeah, Cardinals traded for him from the D-backs. Um, that trade has really paid off uh, this year. Next up, we got uh, Tommy Edmond, switch hitter, kind of middle infielder type player. Uh, 26 years old, so he is very young. Um, 2021 stats, he had 641 at-bats, uh, 91 runs, 168 hits, 11 homers, 56 RBIs, 30 stolen bases. It's a lot of stolen bases. Uh, 262 average, 3-hour on base, 695 slugging. I mean, there will be a player that we talk about in uh, later Who's the prospect that could be coming up to replace Tommy Edmond. Um, but I think Tommy Edmond is kind of like a, a temporary fill-in is good. Um, but maybe not your everyday player. It's definitely hurting him that he's a switch hitter. Probably just stick to one side. Um, and his game could elevate to another level. Um, but they're good numbers. I mean, if you are if you need a guy to temporarily play a position for a season or two, Tommy Edmond's a very solid option that you can rely on and you can certainly get some production quality out of him. And, uh, Brandon, you can take it away with shortstop. Yep, shortstop. Um, we got Paul DeYoung. You know, offensive, offensively, not that great. He batted 197, uh, 19 home runs, 45 RBIs, four stolen bags. Not great offensive production, but defense still strong. I think they're at shortstop, which is good because um, I think the Cardinals do have a lot of offensive production going on so good to have a defensive player they got a lot of def- good defensive players too so good, good defensive player shortstop uh, offense could be better yeah um definitely agree with that um and now we move on to third base very very prominent position um for the cardinals as a recent trade acquisition Nolan Arenado, who had a fantastic season last year uh, in 2021, proved that he could hit outside of course. He proved all the haters wrong. 593 at-bats, 81 runs, 151 hits, 34 homers, 105 RBIs, uh, two stolen bases, 255 average, 312 on base, and a 806 OPS. Again, just Nolan's proven that he can hit outside of course. He had an excellent season in a pitcher-friendly park that's a lot bigger than Coors. So Nolan Arenado, fantastic over there at the hot corner. And uh, he also has the defensive element to him. So Nolan Arenado, it's a fantastic pickup, and they absolutely finessed the Rockies out of their star. Yeah, definitely. Nolan Arenado, real corner show for them. Now moving on to left field, Tyler O'Neill. Tyler O'Neill, also a really good player. And 482 at-bats, he hit 286, 34 home runs, 80 RBIs, 15 stolen bases. Those are pretty good stats right there, and he's got great D in left field. He's quick. He can hit. Um, just really, good. He's only 26, too. Really really good player, Tyler O'Neill. He had a great 2021, and I de- definitely see him just getting better uh, with age and getting better in 2022 because really good player. Yeah, now we move over to center field for the Cardinals. Harrison Bader, which is probably one of the weaker positions in uh, the Cardinals outfield, because Brendan will tell you about the right fielder. Uh, but Harrison Bader's really, really good, actually. He's got some great defense, just like uh, Paul Goldschmidt. Won a gold glove. I think, like, five Cardinals won a gold glove. It was, like, Goldschmidt, Bader, 
Tommy Edmond, Dylan Carlson, or Tyler O'Neill, one of the two, and yeah. Nolan Arenado. So a lot of gold gloves in St. Louis. Um, 2021, Harrison Bader had 367 at-bats, 45 runs, 98 hits, 16 homers, 50 RBIs, 9 stolen bags. 267 average, 324 on base, and a 784 OPS. Kind of a smaller sample size from a guy like Harrison Bader, uh, but he's still very good. And, you know, he did a great act of stepping in as a PE teacher in, in Missouri when schools when a school was short on teachers. So great stuff from Harrison Bader, great human. Um, and also a pretty solid ball player if he can get some more playing time. Uh, definitely it will be a little more fair. Uh, with Bader, but you know he's still a, a great player to keep an eye out for in 2022. Yeah, definitely. Um, if you didn't know, uh, Cardinals were defensive team of the year in 2021 with the Astros and the AL. But so the Cardinals really good defensive team. Then we're going to left field. Um, got Dylan Carlson. You know, Dylan Carlson. He's young. Um, he, in 2021, 542 at bats. He had by the 266. Had 18 home runs, 65 RBIs, and two stolen bags. I mean, those aren't great stats, even though he is only 23. So he's got young. He's got room to grow. Um, but still not great out there in right, in right field. Uh, I think he has good D, so that's something on the upside. But I can see his offense production rising because this is only – that was his second year in the majors. And keep in mind, 2020 was short in season. So definitely this could be a good year for um, – Dylan Carlson, I can see him getting a lot better. Like you said, young right fielder for the Cardinals, Dylan Carlson, plenty of room to grow, and he's got so much talent. Um, and now we move on to the pitchers, and um, Adam Wainwright, again, he's old and uh, probably should retire at some point, but uh, he's still he's still grinding for the, uh, for the Cardinals, really put them on uh, his back uh, when they went on that super hot stretch. Um where they had like 17 wins. That's a lot of games won in a row. Uh, 2021, he went 17 and 7, 3.05 ERA. 32 games, all of them started. 206 innings and 174 strikeouts. So maybe while Adam Wainwright isn't going to light you up with 10, 15 strikeouts a game, he's going to get the results. And sometimes that can matter more than, you know, making your start look good. He's Adam Wainwright again, 40 years old, but he's still so so good. Would got 17 wins in 2021. That is a ton of wins from a pitcher. And Adam Wainwright is just astounding with his age. So pounding it out, just like out of your Molina. And those guys will go down as as workhorses. And Adam Wainwright, really solid pitcher. Yeah, move on to their number two spot, Jack Flaherty. Um, Jack Flaherty, you know, also solid pitcher. Um, in nine, 17 games, he had a win-loss ratio of nine nine losses, two I mean nine wins, two losses. Um, ERA 3.22, played 78.1 innings, had 85 strikeouts, and had a 1.06 WHIP. Those are pretty good stats. Um, Jack Flaherty, definitely a good pitcher. Um, like I said, the second, uh, the one of their best pitchers out there because pitching doesn't get much better after this. Um, Jack Flaherty, though, good pitcher. Um, he is only 26, so he's still young. Uh, probably going in his prime soon. So, pretty good pitcher. Um, yeah, good pitcher for the Cardinals. Now we got uh, the third, three, number three spot. 
for the Cardinals, uh, Stephen Matz, who is the most recent uh, pitching acquisition for Cardinals. He'll probably fill in the, um, the three-hole in St. Louis, who kind of has some weak pitching. Um, in 2021, he was with the Blue Jays and uh, pitched actually kind of well for the Blue Jays. 14-7, and 3.82 ERA, 29 games, all of them started. Um, you know, 150 innings, 144 strikeouts, 1.33 whip. If he can get some more innings, I mean, Steven Matz is honestly looking like a really good pitcher um, if he can keep up that production quality uh, that he gave in 2021. You know, he, he definitely has had a rough past uh, in previous years, 2021, but, you know, honestly, projecting for 2022, he's looking really, really good. And, uh, you know, he's going to be a guy that I keep an eye out for uh, if he can pitch more innings and and continue to be the pitcher that he was in 2021. He could be a absolute force for the Cardinals. Um, yeah, definitely. And this is moving on to the fourth and fifth spot. This is where kind of bullpen, I mean, this rotation is a little blurry. Uh, we weren't quite sure who the guys were. Um, a lot of these, guys, these next two guys you're going to see haven't played many games. Not many innings, but we just kind of went with who we thought were starters. Um, so Cardinals fans, if you got it wrong, sorry about that. But we just were going off the best we could do. And so now fourth spot, um, Jake Wood- Woodford. Um, in 2021, he played in 26 games, had a w- three wins, four losses, ERA of 3.99, played in 67.2 ga- innings, uh, 50 strikeouts and whip of 1.34. Like said, like I said, not many games. Um, uh, he's only twenty-five of those. Maybe he can, you know, get better from there. But this is where the bullpen, I mean, the rotation for them doesn't get that good. Good, good point there. You know, this is kind of where the rotation's a little weaker. And then our number five starter, um, you know, Miles Mikolas, and barely even earned him up until this point. He went two and three. In 2021, 4.23 ERA, nine games, all of them started, um, 44 and two-thirds innings, 31 strikeouts, and a 1.21 whip. Just with these four and five starters, it's just not too much to project for us because we don't know the Cardinals that well. So like Brendan said, we apologize to Cardinals fans out there, but uh, this is just the best we could scrape up and, and put together in the rotation. Um, and this is definitely an, an area of need. Um for the uh, the Cardinals to attack after uh, the lockout for the free agent market. So, Miles Mikolas, while it is kind of good in some aspects, it's, it's also kind of not good. So, I think when we talk about our free agent here, um, we'll get more in-depth uh, with, the, with the rotation for the Cardinals. Um, yeah, definitely. So, now moving on to the bullpen. Um, their closer is currently Giovanni... Gallegos, that is their current closer, and you know he's decent. Um, played seventy-three games, uh, had six wins, five losses, ERA three point zero two, played in eighty innings, uh, ninety-five strikeouts with zero point eight eight. Those are those are pretty good stats, you know, um, for Giovanni. But yeah, pretty good stats for a closer. Definitely not uh, good as Josh is like the last uh, week, but still good closer, good guy in the bullpen for them. Now we move on to uh, two relievers, Alex Reyes, uh, 
fantastic stats, honestly, across the board. Super consistent. Went 10-8 and 8 in 2021. Really good out of the bullpen. 3.24 ERA, 69 games, and none of them started. Obviously, he's a bullpen guy. 29 saves, 17-2 in the third innings pitched, 95 strikeouts and 1.35 whip. Alex Reyes is really, really good. And, and if you're a Cardinals fan, I'm sure, I'm sure you can get a little excited about him. Uh, you know, you're seeing him as a setup man or a closer. At the end of the game, he, he's going to be able to lock in and, and, and produce. So Alex Reyes is a great pitcher in, a, in the Cardinals bullpen. And he and Gallegos could be a really good force at the end of the game with Reyes coming in in the eighth and Gallegos coming in in the ninth. Um, yep, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Now coming up with the last reliever, last guy in the bullpen we're going to talk about, uh, Genesis, Genesis Cabrera. And in 2021, he played in 71 games, four wins, five losses, ERA 3.73, splitting 70 innings, 77 strikeouts, a whip of 1.26. Those are, you know, pretty good stats for, you know, the reliever, um, you know, kind of back end reliever, but still very good. Uh, Genesis Cabrera, if you might remember. We included him in our numbers list. He's number 92. Um, but, yeah, Genesis Cabrera, you know, good uh, guy in that bullpen. I think Cardinals definitely have a stronger bullpen. They do rotation. Um, so, yeah, good. Also, another good guy in the bullpen. Uh, yeah, Genesis Cabrera, good player. And now we uh, we move on to the prospect. Of course, kind of my part uh, in these usually. Um, so now we move on. Ted Nolan Gorman, who, according to Pipeline, is the number one prospect in the Cardinals system for good reason. Uh, Nolan Gorman at AAA has the possibility to come up next year and uh, perform well. Like I said, 21 years old, he's at AAA with the Memphis Redbirds. Uh, Scouting grades got a 50 hit tool, uh, 60 power tool, 40 run tool, 60 arm tool, 45 field tool, and a 55 overall. Uh, Definitely the power in the arm are more of his strengths, but overall a very well-rounded player. Um, 2021, he split his time uh, between two teams, and he had 119 games in the minors this year, uh, 480 at-bats, 333 on base, 481 slugging, one, uh, 70 run, 71 home runs, 134 hits, uh, 20 doubles, a triple, 25 homers, 75 RBIs. 38 walks, 115 strikeouts, uh, seven stolen bases, and a 279 average. Nolan Gorman just seems like a very solid player, and he can make kind of like a, a second slash third baseman type player. Uh, obviously, with Nolan Arenado at third base, he'll probably slot more at second, kind of trying to fill that hole if the Cardinals want to upgrade on Tommy Edmond. But Nolan Gorman just seems like a very good guy that could come up and, and make an immediate impact at the major league level uh, in 2022 if if the season can happen. So Nolan Gorman, definitely a guy to keep an eye out for, projecting for the future. Um, yeah, definitely. Now moving on to the jerseys. Um, you're ranking the four jerseys that they have. And like I said last time, if you want to see these jerseys, just go to the St. Louis Cardinals Wikipedia. Scroll down to the current uniforms and those are the jerseys we're ranking. Um, so starting off number four, it's going to be the same with the Brewers. It's the way jersey, the gray one. That's probably going to be the same for pretty much all of the te- jerseys we're going to rank. The jersey, the way jersey is just not that good. 
the gray does not it does just did not look that good as the other ones so number four the away jersey the gray one now i move on to number three um the home jersey this is again very similar to the brewers ranking um home jersey it's nice it's clean it's fresh but uh Definitely, you know, not the best jersey that they have in their repertoire. It's still very nice, and I would certainly buy a Cardinals jersey. Um, but it's just not the nicest one that they have. It's white. It's very plain. It's very simple. It just says Cardinals across the front. I would not blame you for rocking a home jersey for the Cardinals. But there are better jerseys for the Cardinals that we're about to get to. Yep, coming on number two. Um, this is another green jersey. Like I said, the Brewers also, like we said last time, Brewers also had a cream jersey. So this is the other cream jersey, alternate one jersey. Um, that looks pretty clean, very similar to the home jersey, except uh, just cream. So very good. Uh, definitely fits, looks good, but I think there's one more better. Yep, and uh, that one more that is better is the powder blue, baby blue jersey, whatever you want to call it. Uh, it is so fire. It's so good with the piping. And uh, it's just amazing how good the jersey is. And it, it was perfectly executed. You know, it just looks so fire. And I know that it's hard to to for us because we love cream jerseys. But, you know, the, the baby blue is just so fire for the Cardinals. Gotta love it. And I got the pants, too. It's just... It's so nice, and you got to love the, the powder blue or baby blue jersey for the Cardinals. Um, yeah, there's that's insane. Uh, such a good jersey. Works really well. Now we go on to their final score um, out of 10 of the jerseys. We give it, we're giving it an 8 out of 10. Um, a little worse than the Brewers, but still very solid jerseys for the Cardinals. They're good gear. I wouldn't, I would definitely, I probably, I would like to buy a, I would definitely buy a, Cardinals jersey, the blue one, that nice one. I definitely support people wearing it because it's a good jersey. Um, yeah. And now we move on to uh, our free agent here. Um, Carlos Rodon for uh, the Cardinals. I think it would be a solid fit. I think it would be a very good fit. Rodon can climb up the ladder, maybe be a, a two-starter if Jack Flaherty is not looking good enough for 2022. Carlos Rodon was able to pitch so well for the White Sox in um, 2021. He's so good, he threw a no-hitter. I'll pull up his stats real quick uh, as he just was so, so good for the White Sox. And, you know, he can, you know, try and balance out the Cardinals' rotation in terms of – you know, left-handers that only have one left-handers on, uh, upon further review, um, which is Steven Matz, their most recent acquisition, unless I'm missing if Woodford or Mikolas was a left-hander. But I just think Carlos Rodon would be such a good fit in St. Louis. It's a pitcher-friendly park. He could definitely find some success uh, in St. Louis. In 2021, he went 13-5, 2.37 ERA. 24 games, all of them started, 132 innings, 185 strikeouts, and a .96 whip if you're rounding up. 
Carlos Rodon also made the All-Star team this year. He's just a beast. He's so good. And I think he'd be a huge addition to the St. Louis Cardinals. Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, good one for Cardinals. They definitely need pitching there. So Now we're on the final subject, the expectations. I think expectations for the Cardinals is, um, you know, made the wild card again. That was a good goal for them. I mean, and they got there last year. Um, and I think this year, I think they they look to win that game. You know, they're not facing a team like the Dodgers. Uh, hopefully they can win that game. Move on to the ALDS. I think they'll be good next step for them in their franchise. Get back to the World Series as they were um, 10 years ago. So, yeah, get to wild card again. Win it. Um, keep on moving up. Yeah, I, mean, I definitely think the wild card is a attainable goal for a squad like the Cardinals. I mean, if you don't, if you're not unlucky, you, you could get a much more, you know, matchable team. Not the Dodgers. You had 106 wins in 2021. Maybe if the Giants, you know, kind of fall a little bit and the Dodgers rise, um, Dodgers can win the division. And you play the Giants, who I think are a much more, you know, compatible team to play um, for the Cardinals. And just, you know, the Cardinals can try and win that game, move forward to the NLDS or NLCS. And I just think that's a very attainable goal at this rate because the Cardinals got super hot at the right time last year. They were able to scrape their butts into the wild card, and they can certainly do it again uh, in 2022. So that's pretty much going to wrap up today's episode. Anything else to say before we head out? Um, yeah, it was pretty fun to do the Cardinals. Um, hopefully next week we're going to get a team that's not in the NL Central, you know. NL Central is in that. I love that. I like doing the NL Central. It's a good, uh, it's good, pretty good division. So hopefully next one we'll get one out of this division, though. Gets a little different. Um, yeah, I think it's pretty much it. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it from my standpoint. Go Cardinals if you're a Cardinals fan. Got a nice little squad. Definitely areas of improvement, but, you know, just... Try and be that same team that you were in 2021. And that's all we have for the Cardinals today. And that's pretty much going to be a wrap for the episode. Uh, Big news. We have an email now. Uh, I will put it in the description of this episode. Um, It's not really a link, but it is the name of the email. So if you want to email us, uh, I'll just say it if you're a person that prefers to hear it. Beyond the ballpark uh, at hotmail.com if you want to reach out to us there. Uh, you can send us a compliment. Um, you can send us, you know, requests or shout-outs or whatever there. You can send us whatever as long as it's, advice. you know, advice. Yeah, I mean, as long as it's not inappropriate, you can send us whatever there. And if we have enough people emailing, we can try and get shout-outs in here. Um, so hopefully that can happen. We can pull that off. But, you know, you can just send us, text us, or send us anything there at our at our email and we'd, we'd love to hear from you guys because we do love our fans and you know, there are big parts of this podcast. Well, I'll try and, uh, re- you know, respond to you guys, um, into your emails. And like you said, if we get enough people emails, if we get enough people emailing, uh, we can certainly do shout outs and, and pick people at random. So hopefully you guys can get on that train and, uh, just emails, email something nice to our email. So, uh, that's pretty much going to be wrap for the episode. Email will be in the description if you want to, you know, email us anything there. And uh, yeah, with that, we will see you next time.